All right, on today's episode 27 of Mainly Games, we review The Thing, the new thing from Pendragon Game Studios. We also review Rear Window, which is based on Alfred Hitchcock's masterpiece. Off the shelf, look at Dominion. We all know it's a deck building game, but does it hold up against so many plethora of deck building games today? Maybe. We'll see. And also, we look at our top 10 board games based on movies of all time. So, let's get started. Welcome to Mainly Games. I'm Joey. And I'm Alex. And here we are with another episode 27. We are indeed. Here we are. A little later than planned, but no, we're here. But see, I was going to say we actually upload on Thursday, and I was going to blame it on the internet. Okay. Do you like how people did that? You know, yes. they used to like say, oh, you know, there was a problem with the computer. Yeah, right. And it right. didn't get up quick enough. Yeah. And, oh, man, uploaded to the wrong place. <laughs> you know, and those excuses get less and less likely as right. technology gets better. They do indeed. I True. when emails first came out, people were like, oh, yeah, I sent it. Did you check your spam folder? And you're like, ah, uh, no. So maybe they did. But now it's pretty much like, yeah. We had someone who called us the other day and said, yeah, I sent you an email, but it's probably in your spam folder. I went into the spam folder. I could not see an email. Yeah. I yeah. was like, okay, that, whatever. That, that does not fly anymore. No. I was technology, like, oh, okay. We could put a man on the moon, but we can't think, have things skip the spam folder. No, it was very bizarre. Yeah. So yes. it, anyway, so we're, this one's going to be late, but we're going to be back on track this week. We are week. indeed. Last week, should we say, was insane. Yeah, it was. Yes. We have one county that just wants everything all at once. We had 16 shows in one week. Yeah. And for you that don't know, there's seven days in a week yes. and we only performed five of those so it was pretty insane it was crazy so we were going to roll through with one but then it would be another sick episode podcast where we're just sitting there exhausted yes so that was there that was a fun episodes right yeah. oh yeah the, those <laughs> are blast. i bet they're amazing to listen to yeah that's one thing i always talk about um uh-huh. you know you always start conversations with whoever i meet different people at our events and i always talk to people i always ask you know if they say they have a long commute because we, mm-hmm. we're in the car a lot yes i know a lot of you have jobs that you are in the car which honestly i'd love to hear from you guys what you guys do in the car yeah on these long long trips like mm-hmm. i like music but i can't listen to that much music no you know so i've tried audiobooks mm-hmm. i love podcasts obviously yep. but um i asked this one lady what she does and she says well i don't want to say it but i i do netflix and i'm like huh Really? That's pretty funny. She has Netflix. She has like sitting down there. And she says, of course, that she doesn't really pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's sitting there and I'm like, I've driven behind you, lady. Yes. You know, but um, I've seen that person in traffic, you know, in the stuff that traffic and they're like full on watching their phone. Like they're like, wonk. No, I will say I did it with Ozark for a while for this last season because I just had to finish it. Yeah. Right. But I ended up turning it face down on the seat? passenger seat. Yeah, yeah. So I'd only listen to it. Now, I did end up pausing it, and I wanted to see it later. But um, I tried this with Amazon Prime. Um, I'm watching a show called Invincible. It's like a cartoon. Like It's a, I don't know, some sort of like superhero thing. Uh-huh. Anyway, so I like it, don't love it. It's one of those I can play in the background, right? Yeah, okay. Well, somehow on Prime, I hit some sort of weird setting that I could not change when I yeah. go back to the house, right? Yeah. So it would say, um, it has their dialogue and it says, scene changes to Pentagon. Scene changes to so-and-so walking down the hallway. I'm like, what is this? Somehow I turned on audio descriptions. Really? So it describes every scene to me while the scene is going on. Oh, that's confusing. It's And I'm like, oh, well, this is annoying. And honestly... <laughs> that's a lot of talking. Well, as I'm driving, I'm like, well, this is helps. 
But then I get home and I'm like, I don't know how to undo all this. Yeah. And it was just really Did insane. you fix it? We're going to find out next time we watch Prime. Okay. I'm so, thinking, have we watched Prime since you... I no. don't think we've watched any Prime. So anyway, that's really... It's, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. And coming up this summer very soon is Dice Tower Dice Tower East. East. What is it? A week away? Yes. A week and two days away or something like that? Yes. Yeah, that's crazy. And we are getting up there on Wednesday. Yeah, we're going to leave very early. I would. I wanted to get up there early because I know a lot of people are getting up there early, but we do have events on the 3rd and the 4th. So we will be getting the up fifth. there. Seriously? Yeah, we have events on the 5th. Ugh. Yeah. So we're getting up there on the 6th? Yeah. Man. All right. Yeah. So we're getting up there on the 6th. Yeah, day starts. So we're going to get up there. Oh, man. Yeah, yep. so we'll be getting up there on Wednesday when mm-hmm. it starts. Mm-hmm. That stinks. So, yeah, so we'll be at Dice Tower East. So if you guys are at Dice Tower East, um, shoot us a message. Let us know. We'd love yep. to see you while we're up there, get in some gaming and all that. This is our first time on to Dice Tower Con. I know. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Except for retreat. But, yeah, this is the first time in the full yeah. Dice Tower Con. So, but now you aren't actually going to it. No. You're I'm hoping be, when I'm done doing stuff during the day, maybe I can play some stuff in the hallway at night or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You should be able to, hopefully. I'm hoping. We'll see how it goes. I'm, you know, I'm going to not do Dice Tower East. I'm doing other stuff, which yes. no one really cares about, but I'm doing other stuff. You're doing Disney. I'm, yeah. They're just say, you're doing Disney. I'm doing Di- and other stuff. There's other stuff, but a lot of it is Disney. 90% of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's so there you so go. So now, because we're so busy. <laughs> No movie watching has been no. being done at the house. Yes. Or TV um, shows. Or TV shows. Now, I have had stuff in the background. Yeah. I've caught up on The Boys and really? been watching Invincible. Okay. Yeah, the Boys is like, it, it's insane. This, yeah. This, it's like, it's, I, I, wow. Yes. Oh, I've so watched, over the top. I've watched little bits of it and, you know. You would not like The Boys. No. Yeah. The bits I've seen, I'm like, I don't want to watch this. No, so. no. It's like, yeah. yeah. Don't be the kind of person who says, I love superheroes and watch The Boys because you won't love superheroes yeah. anymore. I know. Yeah, Homelander, great guy, great guy, <laughs> great guy. Um, that's a great idea, though, putting stuff on in the background and just putting it face down. I know, because otherwise I'm mm. too tempted to actually do it. Yeah, I made the mistake, so we're going to be talking on this podcast about um, Rear Window. Yep. But I made, I was watching how to play that video while I was driving. And I turned the phone off so YouTube wasn't playing. Yeah, it's one of those things. So yeah, that's how I did it. It's one of those things that you don't you don't know how bad your self control is. No, for really anything, because I know people that have deleted their Facebook because they want to get off social media. They don't just stop mm-hmm. getting on social media, but because you know that I can't if I have it there. Yeah, if it's there, I'm going to get on yeah, it. Because there for so. a while, I would delete the app. Yeah, you know, because I'm like I'm on it too much, so I get off. I delete the app. But then I find myself going to the website yes. and get on there. I'm like, you know what? This is crazy. That's I need to throw my phone loophole. in the ocean. Yeah. I even thought about getting a flip phone so I'm <laughs> on it less. But I realized that's going to cause a lot more problems than it fixes. Yes. So I didn't. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. So um, now, all right. Board game news. Mm-hmm. This is this kind of fits into today. Today we're doing top ten games based on movies. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to talk more about that later. But there is a War of the Ring, the card game. Oh, Water of the Ring? Lord of the Ring. War of the Ring. War, War of the Ring. War and you can play this. No. It's like a really big, epic okay. miniatures game. And this is interesting because War of the Ring, really, I like a 1v1. This one says it can be, it's 2 to 4. So you can do 2v2. And it sounds mm-hmm. very interesting. This is yep. a 2022 release by Eris Games. Really? And I'm pretty excited about seeing how this one works out. I don't want to talk too yep. much about it. Because Wuthering might come up later in the podcast. Okay. But this, the card game, 
it's interesting. I know yeah. people are really excited, and the bar is really high for this. Because yes. War of the Ring is one of those that is just an epic, epic style game. Talking about board game news, uh, a few weeks ago, Origins happened. Yep. Yep, that was exciting. It was exciting for me. Be- well, we didn't go. We worked. But I was interested to see what games were being released at Origins. Yep. Um, or being at least demoed, because I knew that those games would be coming out at Gen Con. So that's what I was looking at about with Origins, just like what is being pushed at Gen Con. And I realized um, conventions, the reason I love convention season, even <clears throat> if you don't go to them, mm-hmm. You see these games that have kind of had a slow release all of a sudden get that full burn they deserve. Yes. Like on our Games of the Gulf Coast group on Facebook, like if you guys um, feel free to join it even if you're not down here. It's, yeah. It's a great place. But um, somebody just picked up Ten Penny Parks yes. at Origins. That's what I was about to say. One of the big games at Origins was Ten Penny Parks. Yes. And I'm telling you, it's about time that yes. game gets the attention it deserves. Yeah. Other games that um, will focus at... Um, Origins were Acropolis. Okay. Um, Ark Nova. Of course. Of oh, course. I haven't played that one. Is that yeah, right? Is, is, yeah. is it fun? I haven't heard of that. Um, Tim Penny Parker just said that. Um, Cat in the Box and... Cat tra- in the Box. Yeah, Trailblazers. Okay. And then one more, Oak. Oak. Oak, sorry, and there's one more, sorry. Castles by the Sea. I'm scrolling as I'm doing this. Castles by the Sea yeah. was one I saw on Kickstarter and... Thought about backing it, I didn't. That actually looks pretty interesting because I don't know. I'm I'm gonna move my Chromebook so you can. I don't know if you can see that picture. Yeah, yeah. yeah like you're actually like building a cat, like physically building stuff. That looks kind of interesting. Um. So yeah, there you go. That's. And Origins, their attendance was down as well, right? I didn't read I think about like 30, that 40 percent. So things are still slowly coming back. I didn't read about. I didn't read about the specifics of Origins. Yeah. I just read about the board games. The board games, right? <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, I. Maybe, but Castles yeah, maybe. by the Sea was one of those Kickstarters I did not back, and I think I might regret it later. I think you might regret that too, because because I just saw that game when I was looking at it, and I was like, ooh. It looks really good on the table. I can't yeah. remember exactly why. I had a great reason at the time. That for not backing it. Wait, was it one of those games? Because now the game's coming out of the games that came at, um, on Kickstarter during the pandemic when we were not working and didn't ever know if we were working again. And so there's a few games now, I've noticed, that had that 2020 um, Kickstarter run where we were like, we banned ourselves from Kickstarter. No, so, that wasn't why. Because okay. I had... Um, oh, you can lay pledge still for Castles by the Sea. No, well, I, we should I be was, doing that then. I was able to... We could have done that. It's Brotherwise Games, yeah. which I love Brotherwise well, Games. Well, let's stop talking, pause, so, lay pledge. <laughs> and we then are we not going to lay pledge. <laughs> well, actually, I'm not going to say that. We might. But Brotherwise, <laughs> yes. Brotherwise Games is a guy, they made Overlord, uh-huh. you know, which re- and Boss Monster. Uh-huh. Yep. So those are the big ones. But um, it looks really nice. It looks really good. But mm. I think it was one from the video. I couldn't get enough excitement out of the gameplay. Yeah. So, I don't know. I might. It looks really, it looks simple, which yeah. is fine. There's nothing wrong with simple I'm games. okay with that. But yeah, it looks good though. Yeah. It looks a good concept. Different yeah. kind of thing. 45 bucks. I'm looking at now 65 for the deluxe edition. Oh, okay. nice. Well, there you go. Well, who knows? You might just cost us some money. Hey. All right. So that's. Podcasting is expensive. Now, you said it was released there. In other words, they demoed it, right? I don't know if they. So this is just a preview of the game. Okay. That they probably they will, demoed it. So they might be demoing it. I mm. don't know. It doesn't say specifically. That's interesting. But okay. Yeah. Oh, so, no. It is going to be demoed at the show. I okay. read the I read the review. I, okay. just, I just read the headlines. Well, good. All right, so... <laughs> there you go. Now, we did go to see one movie. We did, we did. And that was The Thing. It was mm-hmm. the 40th anniversary... 1982. ...of The Thing. Correct. With Kurt Russell uh-huh. and 
Um, actually, the thing himself was in it. He actually flew to our planet to he film. Did. And he's Wasn't that only, nice of him? It was. Yeah. It's the only movie he actually is in. <laughs> the rest of the things, they had no. to like CGI the thing. This one, he actually was in it. There were some people that, when I was looking it up, you would recognize. The guy that played Childs? Yes. Yeah, Keith David, he was in it. Really? Yeah, Google showed me, told me this. Okay. Um, he was the only other person I recognized. Oh, there was one. I'm sitting next to um, I'm sitting next to Sean, another guy, and I'm like, wow, that guy sounds like Wilford Brimley, and he kind of laughs. And later he's like, you know, that is Wilford. Yeah, right? I see that guy too. And yep. only because he's the guy that did like I forgot what commercial he did forever, like to buy gold or like one of these like. You're right. Yes, that's like, how I know that guy. Older I, person. I saw him, but yeah. I was like, I don't know what. I've seen him in, but yes. It was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, yeah, it was, that was him. Yeah. He did not look like him. He was still old, by yeah. the way. He was still old in the 80s. Yeah. But um, for some reason, he just didn't look like the guy we know. Yeah. So um, so anyway, uh, now what did on you think? On his promo picture in Google, he has the hat on. I think that helps. It does help. Yeah, it does that, help. that helps a lot. Um, right. What do you think oh, of the thing? Oh, I loved the thing. That was yeah. such a great movie. I didn't realize until the end of it when it tells you the director. It's John Carpenter, you know, Halloween. Yep. I was actually reading a little bit about that all the process this morning. The special effects and everything were amazing. I loved all of that. Um, And we saw it at Regal because they did the 40th anniversary thing. So they did like a little like thing afterwards with the special effects people are kind of talking about it, which was very cool to kind of hear all that nitty gritty stuff. Yeah. It's and, and sorry to deviate, but mm. Camp Grizzly, I'm opening these expansions of Camp yep. Grizzly, putting them together. Yep. And there's one new character called John the Carpenter. Really? I thought that just That's pretty awesome. That. I didn't realize uh, until a reading Wikipedia told me all this this morning that Halloween was um, filmed before the thing. And then he did the thing. Really? Yeah. The Halloween is kind of what made him, was kind of his first movie kind of thing ish. Okay. You know, and then that kind of like propelled him into. It was, he, and John Carpenter also did Star Starman. Oh, yeah, he did with Starman? Jeff, yeah, with Jeff Jeff Bridges, Bridges? right? Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's a totally different I know, style. Have I you know. seen that one? Yeah, I've seen that one. That's a great movie. Yeah, that's yeah, oh my goodness. Did not I know. know that John Carpenter. Because um, wow. one thing I was reading about the thing is that apparently when the thing came out, it was not critically accepted, acclaimed. Yeah. acclaimed. And they were saying because it got so much comparison to E.T. Because E.T. kind of came out at the same time. And E.T. had such a friendly, happy view of aliens and this is such a negative, bad view of aliens. So People... you're saying critics sucked in the 80s too? Yeah, right. That's I know. incredible. I know. Isn't that amazing? Anyway, that. so I'm wondering if he did Starman to kind of give that E.T. vibe out. I don't know. Anyway. That's... Now, I do like how that old, that old type of... Um, the horror with like the latex and this, yes. you know, all that. The reanimator. I always think of reanimator. When yeah, I that. that was pretty cool. And you're seeing that stuff like rip just, apart. I mean, back when they were yeah. just gory, I mean, really, an artist, you know, putting yeah. that together and making these not CGI machines and just putting it. I mean, it's it has that great feel. Yeah, so you know? and then at the end when the big thing comes out, that stop motion, that was amazing. Yeah, you know, I mean, I always go back yeah. to that, and then of yeah. course Alien with the thing coming out of the chest, and all. All of those style movies mm-hmm. that they just don't do anymore. No. Now, what did you think about? What did you think of the ending? By the way. Oh, I loved it. Seriously, yeah. something's wrong with you. Well, I loved it because it leaves you kind of like, oh, what's going to happen to them? Like you assume they're going to die, but you never know; they might be rescued. So you and I you have know? never realized this are so different. Yeah. I need. I think I've talked about this on the podcast before. Yeah. I? 
I need a good epilogue. Yeah. I need you to tell me how everything happens. Yeah. Okay, the biggest plot is now over in the movie. Yeah. I want you to tell me later, like, how do they all wrap it up? Yeah. They yeah. all go home. What do their parents think when they found out about yeah, it? No. What do their friends think that you just saw an alien? Yeah. I want. I would rather see them then leave, go back to their home in New York, and like, you will not believe what happened. And people <laughs> are like, what? That's crazy. So yeah. no. I like, Lord of the Rings gave me that epilogue, that Yes. hour at the end everybody yes. gets married you see everybody goes but most movies they just like to cut to black yeah I'm okay with I'm okay with them cl- cutting to black um, you're a sociopath <laughs> um, I I liked it because it made me kind of afterwards I was thinking oh I wonder what happened to them like <clears throat> I did kind of think about that and I was like oh maybe they got rescued uh, probably they got they died so you, know? you, you yeah. like to wonder what happened yeah I, learned, I like to, I like to fill in the blanks Wow. Yeah. Okay. I don't pay that amount of money to, to fill <laughs> okay. in the blanks. I pay that amount of money to... I True. mean, it's not like I'm funding the movie. I'm paying $7 to go see it. But... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right. <laughs> so the thing. All right. But I did like... One thing, too, I noticed, and something that they do so differently now, is that it took a while for any type of alien to show up, right? Because mm-hmm. at first, you're like, okay, this is just a fun... We're in the Arctic kind of thing. These yeah. explorers... It's Shooting pretty, a dog. Yeah. Right. It's a pretty tough life but and boring, but, you know. And then, then with the dog and everything, that's when it starts to happen. But it does take a while for that to happen. It and does. That, I don't think you see that anymore. No. Now you, it's like the, the mystery happens immediately. Yeah. You need yeah. to have it right away. Yeah. 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 Which is interesting. Yeah. All right. So, I, mean, I guess it's good we're talking about movies because we yes. have a couple of movie board games we that indeed. we are reviewing. Yes. And first, let us roll into... I guess we can just roll into the thing. Yeah, let's do the thing. All right. Yeah. So. The reason we saw the thing, the movie, yes. right? It was on Father's Day, right? It was indeed. Yeah. So ended up doing the thing, the movie. Mm-hmm. They were showing it at the theater. Then yep. we came back and played the thing board game. Now, you guys probably know we reviewed the thing outpost mm-hmm. a while back. At, That's the one you played at Gamers of the Gulf Coast, right? Right. Yeah. 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 The thing, okay. Infection Outpost 31. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was great. But now we played the thing board game. And this is by, I think, Pendragon Game Studios. Okay. So this is pretty much, it's based on a movie, of course. Mm-hmm. It's licensed by Universal. So that pretty much makes this the quote unquote real one. Okay. Right, right, right. This right. is actually. Yeah, okay. And now, how does it compare to the Infection at Outpost? Mm-hmm. Um, first off, the components on this are gorgeous. Oh, they're amazing. They're, and they had someone paint them too, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Incredible. And these were fully painted. They just added to it. And yeah. there are several mechanics that are interesting in this one. This one is a lot more rule-heavy than Infection. Okay. Um, and I mean a lot. Like yeah. a lot of the reviews you look up, it's just like people have, they, they just struggled with the rules. Mm-hmm. Now, luckily, the guy we played with, Ryan, he had, he had read the rule book frontwards and backwards. He knew things, so when he was asked, he was able to, yeah, do to it. spit them yeah. out. But um, normally, probably people don't do that because mm-hmm. the biggest complaints are there are a lot of rules. Okay. Now, first off, one thing, one mechanic that's very interesting, and the whole premise for everything game is the same. There starts off with a thing. It's more of a social deduction. Um, and then you try to figure out how many are humans and how many are the thing, and okay. it can affect other people. The way this infects others is interesting. First off, when you're ever alone with another person, mm-hmm. right, if it's just you two, yep. then you then put down two chips for face down, and each person does, and you take one of the other person's chips. Okay, so if you're a human, both of those chips say human. Yeah. Okay? Now, if you're infected, one of those chips says infected, and one of them says human. Yeah. So they reach out and they take one. Yeah. So at that point, even you're, if you're the thing, 
you don't know if you can infect the other person. Yeah. When you see which chip they take, you know I got them or I didn't, right? Mm-hmm. So then as soon as they look at that, they can then be the thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, but then every time two people do that chip trading, and also three people, and I'm sorry, it's not alone. There can be a three-person chip trade if there are three people in there. And also dogs can affect as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So any time it really heightens that suspicion. The more somebody has been, like, like at the beginning of the game, you're just suspicious of everything. Like later, you kind of have pin, we have pinpointed who the things are. Like yeah. it's like, well, it can't be you because I know he's human, you're human, and you've only been in the room with those people. Yeah. Right. But every time two people you don't know go into a room and they switch, well, now that suspicion grows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're very suspicious mm-hmm. of everything. Now, while both are hidden traitor, this one is a lot, a lot a lot more involved than Infection Outpost. Okay. I would probably put this more along the lines of um, Unfathomable. Okay, yes. You know, I yes. think I'd more rank it up there with that one as yep. far as... It had a it had a feeling a lot like um, Battlestar Galactical or Unfathomable. Yeah, yeah. Because it was that deep style of moving to get weapons, fighting this off, and all of this, then Infection. Yeah. I think it's... The only thing it has to do with infection is the fact that it's social deduction mm-hmm. and, well, sorry, hidden traitor, and it's based on the same movie. But um, <laughs> that's pretty much it. There, there's in this one. There are so many choices and places you can go. Yeah. And you can make the wrong choice and really hose yourself. Which yeah. We did at first. There's also a die that you can roll, and it tells you how the weather is. And depending on how the weather is, mm-hmm. that's how many barrels of oil you need to use. And okay. we just got hosed on that die several times because the weather was hitting us hard. We were going through barrels of oil. We were going to freeze to death or the thing was going to eat us. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. it was just... And that's why I had that unfathomable feel. The entire game, you feel like you're losing. But you just need to escape alive, which honestly is very thematic for what it is. Yeah. Um, now, you do need to... Because there's so much going on, you need to play it more than once to get a good feel. It's... Now, another thing is I cannot imagine not playing this with the full complement of players. Yeah, I did feel like you needed everybody for this game. Yeah, yeah. you do need... Ev- I mean, mm-hmm. it, there is a... I think there's even a solo variant. There's like wow. a two to three player variant. Okay. But I can imagine this is an eight player game. This okay. is a... I mean, probably six, seven, eight. But I think eight players is what you want to do. Yeah. They say 60 to 90 minutes. We probably did longer than that. It was our first play. Um, now, this one is seriously, seriously much more intense than Infection. Okay. Because there was there was a time where you knew who the traitor or who the things were. Yeah. So the humans were sitting there talking and they're right there. So we had to leave the room. And that's yes. why it took so long. We had to leave the room for 15 minutes trying to decide our next move because mm-hmm. we're right there around, I think there were two or three things. Yeah. And it's, so you have to have that, you have to plan mm-hmm. it out. It's very, very strategic, especially towards yeah. the end. Beginning, yeah. you have no idea what's happening. Yeah. But towards the end, you know, and now it's just... Can we survive? Yeah. Did you guys survive? We did not. It okay. came down to a... One person had the key to the, to the helicopter, and we knew the thing was going to go after one person. Mm-hmm. And we just had... They had to guess on who had the keys, and they got it right. And they got it, and we didn't We didn't make it. So it's... Wow. It was really, really intense. Um, this does one thing that is... I always tell people about hidden traders. It is the hardest mechanic that people don't think about. And it started when I first played Dead of Winter, and I've noticed in every hidden trader thing going forward. Yeah. And that is to be that hidden trader, it takes a certain type of personality. Yes. Right? Because 
everyone's sitting there playing a game and they're enjoying it, mm-hmm. and then you become that traitor, you've got to essentially screw up everyone else's game. Yeah. You've got to make them lose this game. Yeah. So it just makes it, it, it feels, it makes you feel bad if you don't just, if everyone just doesn't get in, immense, I get yeah. involved in it. Now, the guy who, Sean, who is end up being the thing, this guy is the perfect hidden mm-hmm. traitor because yep. there was one point, I think before we even suspected him of the thing, he was in the perfect opportunity to blow up our generator room. And he did it. He blew it up. And at that point, it pretty much started in game because we're like, we this hosed us. Yeah. So we're having a good game. Everyone's talking like, this is great. This is great. And he just yeah. all of a sudden, boom. And it was the perfect move for a hidden trader. Yeah. But some people would feel bad doing that. Mm-hmm. And you really have to kind you of, can't. you've got to flip when you're that the hidden, switch. When you're the hidden trader, you just got to, you just got to go and mm-hmm. you got to say, you know what? I'm just, I mean, it's no longer me. It's the thing. So, all right. So all that being said, yeah. Um, which one do I like more? I can't answer that. I love them both. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's this one. Now this one will probably be a lot more of a hit with gamers. Because mm-hmm. it is involved, it is strategic. There are now they are both hard to win, very hard for the humans to win, and that's thematic for it. Mm-hmm. But this one it feels more like you can win because of good decisions or strategy, when the other one takes a lot of guessing and luck on okay, infection. Yep, yep. Okay. And now I think infection and outpost will probably hit the table more because it seems to be a simpler game. Yeah. Okay. And, and not as long, too. Not as long. Yeah. yeah. This one. I mean, this one takes gamer gamers. Mm-hmm. The uh, and I mean, if you put a new gamer or people that haven't played a lot of games in this one, their heads would explode, mm-hmm. and not in a John Carpenter kind of way. <laughs> but um, yeah, so anyway, I really like this game. I think you should give it a try. It's and I, I mean, I love it. I probably won't buy it because you know yeah. he's got it and they're beautifully and it's painted, painted and it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, but these both really tickle the itch. But if you're looking at what to compare this to. I would compare this to Unfathomable yep. or Battlestar Galactica before I would Infection at Outpost. Okay. Okay? Yep, yep. But again, if you love the IP, if you love the thing, then this it, it's a must. Yeah. It's oh, a absolutely. Must. The components yeah. are gorgeous. Yeah. It gorgeous looks in- for it. It looks incredible. So, okay. So that is um, that is The Thing. The Thing. By awesome. Pendragon Game Studios. So should we talk about another game based on a movie? No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I was like, we could talk Not about the other one. Not any movie. This is by the director of directors. Forget John Carpenter. We're talking about... Alfred Hitchcock. The one and only Alfred Hitchcock. So this is Re-Window by Funko Games, um, designed by Prospero Hall. And And they're killing it. And let's just say, we've been so excited about this since it came out. We pre-ordered this. It came in early and we have it. It's a great game. So let me kind of explain how to play it. I'm not going to go into everything. Can I say that when this was going to come in... We saw it was going to come in on, <laughs> yes. and we called some friends of ours, and they, I think it was their anniversary, right? It was right? their anniversary. Ryan Patricia, yeah, their yeah, anniversary. Yeah. And we knew they loved Hitchcock, they loved movies, and we're like, look, yeah, do you guys, and we don't get off till 9.30 or 10, do you guys want to come over at 10 o'clock and play this game? Yeah. And, and they did. Most people would yeah. say, 10 o'clock, of course I'm not going to do that. They were like, well, yes. Yes. yes we, on their anniversary, yeah. came I, over to play this. It was all contingent of Amazon delivering it on time, too. Yes. And mm-hmm. Amazon kept bumping the delivery time. So when it got delivered, I took a photo, sent it to everybody, said, it's here. And so. it was so, yeah, we were <coughs> really pumped about this. Now, yes. um, 
Rear Window the movie. Correct. For people that don't know yes. what Rear Window the movie is. It's about this guy who has a broken leg, and I don't remember why. It's Jimmy Stewart's, um, yep. he's playing this character, and he's stuck in his little apartment because he has his broken leg. He's in a wheelchair, and his friend, Grace Kelly, don't remember her name in the movie, um, comes to visit him, and he's telling her how he thinks he saw a murder. Because he's stuck in his room going a little stir crazy, so he's watching the neighbors. And he's got this telephoto lens, of course. Yes. He's a photographer. Oh, he's a, you're right. He's a photographer, has a telephoto lens, mm-hmm. so he's kind of spying on his neighbors. And he thinks he's seen a murder. And, and that's the movie. And I'm going to stop explaining it from that point on. Yeah. So, any, so pretty much it's go. just one of those yeah. movies that it's all suspense. <clears throat> because it's anytime you're mm-hmm. watching someone else's life, trying to figure out who they are or what they mm-hmm. are, it's, it's, it's just intriguing, yeah. you know? Yeah. Watching someone... I mean, almost in a voyeuristic fashion, to where it's nothing's like um, off color or anything, but you see they bring home certain, certain like things from the store and all yeah, this. You're yeah. trying to figure out what are they? Are they a painter? Are they yeah, an artist? Yeah. And this entire movie is like that. Yeah. He, is, he's trying to kind of figure out his neighbors. Yeah. And at yeah. first, he's just mm-hmm. trying to have fun, and then he he thinks he sees a murder. Yeah. And the entire movie takes place in one room, which is why it's incredible. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> this is like one of the best cinematic masterpieces. It, I mean, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so that's that's about the movie, and that'll give you an idea about the game. Okay, so the game um, is one person is uh, it's one versus many, right? Right. One, one versus three. We did we played one person had their own little screen, and then the three of us were working to figure out the windows and what that one person is doing. You want to say something? Well, no, yeah, it's yep. not, and this is weird because it's not really one versus all because the director's on your side. Yes, yeah. so the director is on your side. And what he's trying to do is he randomly gets a bunch of car- window cards and a bunch of names and descriptions and he puts them all together behind his little screen and then using the cards that he has, he has to give you the clues so you figure out who's in the first window, who's in the second window and all of that stuff. And it's it happens over four days. Right. So he has four times to give you different cards and everything like that. He can put the cards face up, face down, um, face down if he thinks it's not helpful, all of that kind <laughs> of thing. So you're looking at the cards that he's given you and you see in room A that there's a piano and this guy. So you think that guy must be the pi- piano player, whatever it's called, right? right? Um and then on the second day, he changes it to be that guy, but he's not the piano player. There's a d- picture of him as the um, as a policeman. So he's actually, it's that guy, but he's a policeman, you know? Yeah. So that's why the cards and all of that sort of happen. So there is one part of the game, though, that he also has a chance to have their murder. So in one room, there might be a person and they are a murderer, Right. right. And this is where he, the the guy that's doing his stuff behind the screen becomes almost like the the traitor because he wants to he will win the game if you don't guess that there is a murder. But if you guess that there's a murder in that room, then you win the game and he loses the game. So he then goes against you to get to throw you off. So we played this game twice um, with Ryan and Patricia. It's a quick game. It's a very quick game. And the first time we played it, we got all the windows right. All the all the cards were right. All the people were right. We we got it all. Um, and then the second time we played it again, and there was actually a murder. And we didn't get many of the people right, all their descriptions right. Um, and it was hard because there was a murder. And that really kind of... What, what were your thoughts about it once there was a murder? Well, the whole thing yeah. is, the way it works, yeah, and it's kind of like it has feelings of mastermind 
mixed with like Mysterium. Yep. And it also made me think of Deception Murder in Hong Kong. Yeah, it did have that feel too. Yes. Because the whole yeah. thing is the guy is trying to give you clues because like, like she said, yes. he's got a board so he knows the artist is in this room. Mm-hmm. So he could put down a picture in this room of what you see and because he's focusing on the paint that are sitting there on yeah. the on the table. Yeah. Well, you might see the alcohol up on the on, on the, the shelf, shelf behind it. You might think, well, that's the alcoholic. Yeah, yeah. So the whole time you're trying to figure it out, and then the mastermind thing. Did you you went into how where you can get like out of eight things, uh-huh. you can get you have to get the person in the room right. Yes. Along with their occupation. Yeah, well, along four. with their description. Yes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if you have four on there. You could get one of each, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So if you have four correct, you don't know if you have the person right. Oh, I didn't explain how at the end of the, each day he corrects your your board. I did yes. not explain that. Yeah. Yes. So at the end of each day, when you put down a person and occupation in yeah. each of those rooms, so a person occupation here, first room, person occupation second room, person yes. occupation third, and all the way forth. So you have eight guesses. He will then put down like mastermind happens, the old game mastermind. Yeah. He'll put down a five. So you know five of those are correct. Yes. But you don't know if it's the person or the description. You don't know. Right. Yeah. So he will then, so then you're like, okay, so you start to talk. So well, I'm pretty confident in the person here. Yes. And what could happen is you could switch things and then all of a sudden remove something that's correct. Mm-hmm. You know? Which so, we ha- we did do that And then too. it goes down. Mm-hmm. Like, well, okay, obviously that guy's back in this room. Yeah. And all of that. And it's, and that, that's, adds a lot to it, you know, trying yeah. to think, oof. And that's why the first game, I think we got, he got lucky with cards. He did. Because again, it has a Mysterium feel too. He got he, lucky in his first hand of cards. He had all the people for all the rooms. So he could put right. all the faces in the right rooms. And then, so pretty much that for the rest of the, the rounds, we were just guessing their occupation. Right. And now, like, yeah. it has a Mysterium feel again too, because you're using pictures to portray different information. And like you said, a lot of times there's a picture on the wall. Sometimes you might just get some bad cards. Yeah. <clears throat> now he does have a director's director's uh, token that he can discard some cards, cards and get uh-huh. some more cards because when you have a huge picture of someone on the wall, that person better live in that apartment yeah. or you're a stalker. It's creepy. Now he can also turn one face down if he thinks it's going to confuse you. So anyway, so you go through four days and at the end, he's trying to get you to get eight, eight people. Yeah. And that's where, like she mentioned, the murder comes in. The murder is one of those that I was excited about, but honestly, I don't think it clicks. Yeah. And I, I don't... We were talking about this for a lot afterwards. Yeah, yeah, this was one that kind of stuck with me. I'm trying to go back and forth. I love the idea of it. Mm-hmm. Here's the idea of the murderer. He has got... He pulls, of course, all the occupations. One of these occupations is murderer, right? Yeah. And the only way the director wins is if you get... I think it's six or seven. Yeah, six. You have to get at least yeah, six. Yeah, at least six. Six or seven, and but they don't guess the murder happens, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Yeah. So... There's really zero incentive for him to even acknowledge that's a murderer. He can mentally say, I'm just going to act like that's the alcoholic. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So continue to play it like that so that you will then get everything right except for that one. Yes. So he would do that and then he'd win. So honestly, um, that part where it switches to um, a co-op to one versus all. Yes. On that one part. I don't think that clicked for me no. that was the one part i walked away thinking i don't think i'd do that i honestly think i'd house rule it to where the director wants you to figure it out that's what i was kind of thinking too i think it has to be that the director is always on your side right even if there's a murder he's always on your side yeah that is the one thing i don't think clicked yeah. i mean i think this is great it's a mastermind it's a more streamlined mysterium yeah it's it's really good but um the the card play around the murder tile could be like it's incidental. It's yes. not really 
it's yeah. not it's odd and it's a little anomaly and I don't I don't really it's not crazy about that. Yeah. But that's small part because that takes such a small part and can be house ruled out. Yes. The game is incredible. It's one of the best I was going to say, too, they there. also have these little cards called the Watchers, who are characters from the movie, and they, um, you play to help you figure out the direct, what the director's trying to communicate. And my favorite one is Grace Kelly, Kelly's character, Lisa Fremont, who she, um, you can choose a window on any day, and the dire- director places a pointer token on the card pointing to what they think is the most important feature. So if there yes. is a day that you just cannot figure out, right, they will point to... The 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 flowers that are on the wall. Yep. And you so you know that they're a gardener rather than right. all, you know, the piano that's in the foreground or whatever. You know what I mean? So yeah, that really helped a lot too. Her character, her card was really really good. And there was one, there was one that um, one ability that I don't think really helped that much. It's the fact that you can turn over a card that the director put face down. Yes. But normally the director would put one face down because it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. It'll just yeah. confuse you. So looking at that didn't really make much no, sense. There's no, no reason to do that. But then the other one was the yes or no. Who was that? Yes, the detective? that was the detective. He had a one where um, we could choose an attribute, tile, or resident token. On the previous day, the director invest- places the investigate token to show if the chosen tile is correct or not. So you yes. could find out is that person that we're saying is in room in window B, is that correct? Right. You right. know, that would help too. Um so, yeah, that was really good. It's a really good game. Like I said, the murder thing felt a little clunky. Yes. And, yeah. And I, and I hesitate saying anything because I seriously love, love this game. This was a fantastic mm-hmm. game. So I, I don't want to focus on that too much. But like I said, we've just decided we're going to house rule it so that you either win together or you lose together. Yes. I think that fixes everything right there. Yeah. And yeah. it's just because you feel like you're Jimmy Stewart. You do. And you're looking in there and you're like, what's happening in that room? What's no. happening? I mean, it's it's so thematic. It's really thematic. I mean, and you're right, it does have that murder in Hong Kong feel where you're trying to figure out the clues. Like, it's really good and, and it's intense too. Cause, yes. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Deception mm-hmm. Murder in Hong Kong is one of our favorite party games or really large party, large group games. And yeah. this has that same feel where you put down the clue and and as a director, it's got to be frustrating mm-hmm. when they're focusing on the wrong part. And you're like, come on. There's yeah. like, oh, are you kidding me? There's like a, there's yeah. there's a wine bottle underneath the table you guys are missing. And, it's and just, the director cannot say anything. All he can do is communicate through the cards that yes. he's showing you. So, so and this is, yeah. I mean, it's an inexpensive game. It is. It is based on one of the greatest movies of yeah. all time. It's. It's. It's fantastic. It's I, a, this is a great, great game. Yes. Yes. I, I can't say enough about. Yeah, it. Yeah, fantastic game. All right, so there we go, and that's yep. it. And yes. So do you want to go right into our list? I want. Yeah. Do you want to talk about Dominion or oh, that yes. next time? Yeah. So we didn't, now. We, like um like we tried to do we tried to do some off the press reviews but also off the shelf reviews yes and off the shelf are more games that have been out for a while yes and we <laughs> grab them off the shelf maybe it's mm-hmm. off our shelf of shame mm-hmm. or just off the shelf and say hey how are they now let's let's yeah. take another look at this does it hold up is it still a fantastic game uh-huh. so now we are really going off the shelf yes. we are going back to probably the Pretty much the mother of deck builders. Yeah, this we're is, going back this to 2008 it. to Dominion. 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 That's it. Um, Not Jurassic Park. Dominion. Nope. Nope. That causes fires. Apparently. Apparently. Yeah. So we will never know how that ends. Nope. Still haven't seen it. <laughs> um, okay, so we played Dominion. You've played Dominion before, right? I have. I yes. have played it before. 
Yeah. This and was, I loved it. It stuck with me. Yeah. This is my first time playing it just recently, actually. I don't know why I just played it recently. I think it's because we just didn't have it, right. to tell you the truth. But yeah, so this is the a deck builder. Surprise, yep. surprise. Um, we played with the base game and also the Sea Farriers expansion, too. Yes. And like I said, you've got 10 cards laid out. You're trying to get the most... Victory points at the end, and you're building your deck. You're using cards that are worth money to buy cards. I feel like I don't need to explain it anymore because it's very, very... No, pretty people, much... People, it's very easy. Most people out there yeah. have played Dominion yeah. and all this. So, I mean, they know yeah. how to play it. Very, It's a very simple game. It, it is, is just... <clears throat> it is a... Since then, I mean, deck builders have come a long way. We can all admit uh -huh. that. I mean, you've got deck builders that mix with Dungeon Crawl, such as right. Clank. You have deck builders that are... Fully thematic, like legendary encounters. Yeah. Deck building has come so far. Correct. This is just a basic deck builder. Every expansion yep. just adds yep. more cards, little variants. They don't really mess up the rules much. No. It is simple. It is in your face. Uh -huh. It is a deck builder of deck builders. Correct. That's so, it. Yeah. So quick to review Dominion. Does it hold up? What do you think? Oh, I so I do love deck builders. I love all the ones you listed just yep. then, right? Uh, this holds up fantastic. This is a fantastic game. Yeah. You can still play Dominion, and even though it's 2008 and there are other variants of it, you can still play this and be like, yes, this is a solid, great game. Well, there have been so many times, even at Gen Con and things, I've been yeah. in a flea market where they've had the thing, I'm uh, sorry, the, um, the entire... <laughs> is, it, is that on your mind? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> the, I'm infected. Uh -oh. the, they, they've had the Dominion, like somebody's collection, mm -hmm. and I've held it. I'm like, you know what? I should buy this. And I'm like, no, I've got so many deck builders. Yeah. So when um, our friends, Jeff and Sierra, brought it over and they played it... Yeah. I mean, as they left, I'm just like, you know what? They've got it, but I want it too. Because yes. it's one of those, it's such a simple play. Yeah. You bring it out. The variations with the expansions are great. Yeah. And it's easy. It's quick to put to the table. Yeah. And it's one that it it surprisingly, it just holds up. It does. It holds up really, really well. I just think this is just a great game, you know? It's, this highlights one of the problems that I love seeing with gamers. And the deeper you get into gaming, the more this affects most people. Some yeah. people have probably avoided that. Um, I haven't. I, I will admit this affects me. <laughs> um, majority of gamers, when you build an, when you are doing an engine building game, and for you that know, engine building game is where you start getting your deck to start working well. Yeah. Like this card works with this card, mm -hmm. works with this card. Then all of a sudden you could start looking for all these great yeah. combinations yeah. and going forward. And you grab cards because of where they're going to fit into your engine. And that mm -hmm. is the way you start buying cards to get that engine just roaring. Now, gamers, that just intrigues gamers, yes. right? They're like, yes. I, I cannot wait till I have this power move, you know? Yeah, bam. Yeah. But then people that are new to gaming see the actual point of the game is to get victory points. So um, one of the girls we were playing with, Sierra, she she's a good gamer, mm -hmm. but she's newer oh, yeah. to gamers. To games, but she knew just to get victory points. Yeah. So as a lot of us are going to try to get this engine going, yeah. trying to be like, okay, eventually, We're on in fire. about man, in yes. about a couple more hands, yeah. I'm going to have this deck that is roaring. Yeah. But then all of a sudden it's over. Yes. And you look, and she's got 48 points, and you've got 12, and yes. you're like, man, I was 10 minutes away from just crushing you. Yes. So that I think uh -huh. is it's funny because you really feel like that's the way you play a game. And maybe it's more the personality than if it's a gamer. Yeah. Because for me, I just want to get that that one combo. Yeah. But it never 
comes. It never comes. You have all the cards to make that combo, but yeah, it never comes. I agree with you. I had I fell into that too, I, where I'd buy, be buying cards that I knew would work well with these other cards, and I just needed that perfect ten, and then boom, I would be crushing it. But I just never got there. But still, yeah, I I love. I loved playing this game. I did too. Yeah. And it's not, it's one of those things that it's not a negative as far no. as like games ending too soon for us is never a negative. No. A big negative is games that last too long. Yes. That, that's a big negative yes. because you can always somehow make it to where the yeah. game will last longer. But um, I mean, there's the old saying that, you know, always leave them wanting more, not thanking yeah. the Lord it's over. Uh-huh. So this is a quick game. And yeah, it says on BGG 30 minutes, which I feel like, you I know... it's about 30 yeah. minutes. Easy. Then you can yeah. easily play a couple of different rounds, yeah. which is great. Yeah, so it's great. Yeah. There are all these different deck combinations and stuff. So anyway, Dominion for off-the-shelf review this week. Yeah, um, such a great game. Great. Still holds up. Still holds up. So Absolutely. You can, you can get it at, I mean, a discount. Anywhere. anywhere <laughs> and it's just, it's it's a fantastic game. Yeah. If you like deck builders, even if you think, wow, that's dated. You know nope. what? It's not dated. It's a good game. Yeah, it holds it's a up. Good game. Unless yeah. you played it a trillion times, which is probably why a lot of the market has these. Yeah. Because people played it so much. But I also know people that have played it, sold it, and they bought it again because they missed the simplicity of Dominion. Yeah. So, all right. So now we're going to go into... That's an interesting concept. I hadn't thought about that. What's that? Where they played it too much, so they sell it. Right. And then they're like, oh, And so they buy it. That's yeah. my biggest fear mm-hmm. about selling games. I hadn't thought about that. I played it so much, and then it's just... Yeah, I know. Oh, that's a tough one. Okay, sorry. Okay, so here we go. <clears throat> okay. So now we're going to talk about our top 10 board game list. Now we have one one list. Mm-hmm. We're doing one list. And then yep. we found a list online. Yes, that we a are random going to, list. A random list and so. talk about how they are. Yeah. So here we go. Now we're going to go. I'm going to I'm gonna start at 10. I'm going to start at there at 10 as well, right? Okay, they have 11. They have 11. Oh, there's a cheaters. I know. Cheating All and right. cheatykins here. All right, so. Do you want me? I'll read out the list. You do Alist. Yes. Okay. Read their number. Eleven. Their number eleven. They have a number eleven. Whatever. They cheated. The number eleven on the random list is Die Hard, the Nakatomi heist board game. Now this one, I will honestly say, yeah. will would probably be on my list if I had played it. Yes, I was going to say but, this is a one that's still in shrink wrap. But I missed the opportunity to play it because, as you guys know, um, <laughs> due to legal reasons, you can only play or watch Die Hard. During December and Christmas time. That's it. That's it. I mean, otherwise, the the rules are very strict on this. It is. You know, it's it's just... It is a Christmas movie. Don't want the FBI banging down my door. So am I playing Die Hard in here? Yeah. It's July. Knock it off. So, yeah. Yeah. So, that's... So, I have not done that. (laughs) Uh But anyway, this, I hear, is very thematic. Yes. I, I think this will probably hit our list. But that's their honorable mention. I will put my honorable mentions later. So... Okay. All right. So, now their number... What is their number 10? Their number 10 is Lord of the Rings Middle Earth Strategy Battle Game. That's a lot of words. That is. All right. That's mm-hmm. a pretty good one. It's ones. Warhammer meets Token in a huh. grand miniatures board game. From Games Workshop. Okay. That's, uh, that seems very... Yeah. The picture in- here has them with elephants. Yeah. Oh, those are nice minis, though. Yeah, those, they did a good job, it's like, didn't I they? would want to get that just for those minis, those yeah, elephants. I like the elephants. What? Those yeah. are nice. It looks pretty good. Again, have not played this. Can't really no. comment on it. Okay. What's All your right. number 10? Number 10. Now, uh, I want to say, before I go into this list, mm-hmm. um, this was a hard list to do. Um, here's what I... At first, I was going to only do games that actually have the IP on there. Like, okay. they are not... You know how some games you know are based, based on a on movie, but, a movie yeah, okay. but they can't, they have not secured the license. Yep, yep. Like, uh, for instance, one that I 
that is not on the list that I'll say tear below. Yeah. It's obviously based on trimmers. Yeah. Right. But they couldn't, they couldn't acquire the license of trimmers, but everybody on the planet, even knows. Kevin Bacon knows this was based on trimmers. <laughs> right, right. Right. So I was going to not have those on the list, but then I decided, you know what? No, I'm going to put them on the list because they are based on the movies. Yeah. Although the IP isn't theirs, it okay. is based on the movie. Okay. And another thing is mm-hmm. the thing in books and movies. It's like, well, do you put this on there, like Lord of the Rings, for mm-hmm. example, um, because it's actually a book and the movie is based on the book. Well, that's so hard to differentiate. Yeah. You know, if there's a movie in there and the movie was a hit, if it's based on the, the book or the movie, it's going to go in there. Okay. okay? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's going to be so hard to differentiate and, yeah. and all that. And then again, comics, there's a lot of comics that are out there, but really if this, if a game is based on the movies of the comics, yeah, which pretty much is the MCU, yeah, you know, it's, it's <laughs> what it is. It's, it's so those were able to be put on this list. Okay. Whether or not they made it, I don't know. Okay. So that was another way to differentiate because again, going into the Marvel of DC world, mm-hmm. there's a plethora of things that could have been on this list that are not. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's pretty much some of the things that went into what I did. Okay. All right. So my number 10 uh-huh. is one that made the list only because it had gotten so much play when yep. it came out and it kind of spawned a whole plethora of, and this is great because you have not heard heard my list. So this is uh-huh. interesting for me yeah. to this list. So um, it had spurred a whole bunch of similar games and this is Thanos Rising. Yes, yes, yes. Now Thanos Rising right now does not hit the table as no. much as it used to, um, mainly because Ooh. we played it so much when it first came out. Yeah. But it has spawned Dark Side Rising. It has spawned um, Voldemort Rising. It has spawned so many different Rising based on other movies. Yeah. But Thanos Rising was the original, yep. where Thanos is in the middle, and around you are all the heroes, and uh-huh. you're slowly recruiting heroes to beat Thanos in the center. And this game, it's great. It's a co-op game. I love this and game. And I remember playing it with a friend that's not a huge heavy gamer. And at first, he was like, okay, what's happening? What's happening? You know, those people that start... Yeah. And then by the end, when Thanos whooped us, yep. he goes, all right, let's run it back. Got him this time. And then you go and you <laughs> yeah. just start. And it's it's great. I do like Thanos Rising. I'm trying to think, why don't we play this much anymore? I think because we play Marvel United. We do. You know, if we're wanting. So, and Thanos Rising yeah. can get kind of samey or the game can get long, depending on where everything shows up. Yeah, or, true. But yeah, this is just a solid, solid it's game. It's a great game. It's a fantastic game. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, I, I don't think it'll ever leave our, leave our collection. Oh, no, it never would. And um, yeah. we played other, we played Dark Side Rising, uh, different other Risings, but uh-huh. honestly, this one for us is the most thematic. Yeah. And, and probably the best rising out of the group for yeah. us. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's my number 10 is Thanos Rising. Okay. I'm glad you said that. I have not seen the list. I know. I told I like you that. to put some games on there, but I haven't seen this list. So yes. that is why I am in suspense like everybody else. So number nine on the random list is Disney Villainous. Disney Villainous. Mm-hmm. And I will say Disney Villainous barely did not make my list. Did it make an honorable mention? It did. It did. Okay. And um, yeah, because yeah, Villainous is a great game. I really like that. I like playing the villains. You know, that's always a fun thing to do. This is one. This is one that I I, I kind of hesitated on too because although it's based on movies, it's based on a plethora of movies. Yes. I put this in the same area as I did Horrified because it's true, not based true. on one particular movie. It's based on a it's lot based of movies. On a You're lot right. Of that's movies. a good point too. But that's not why it didn't leave off the list. It just didn't make my list. Mm. Um, I do love villainous. I do like villainous too. Villainous does suffer from the from the fact that um, 
the rules are all over the place. You really have to know how your person works. Yes. but um, And you have to be okay fating people. Because the way do. the people win is you being do. fated. You know, fated. Yeah. I think I made up that word. And yes. if you play with people that don't want to, like, attack you, you won't win. Right. And so it's very frustrating. Yeah. yeah. And, and and again, I don't know how the balance is with Villainous. Yeah. Because it's probably not as balanced. But it's just a fun play. This is a fun... I do. Yeah. I really like Villainous. Yes. Yeah. This is on my short list. Okay. All right. Number number nine, this is going to be one that's probably on no one else's list except for mine. And honestly, I would have liked to put it higher, <laughs> but I didn't want the hate mail from all the viewers. Okay. To think, why would you put such a horrible game on your list? Oh. You know? I don't know what game it is. Okay. It is. I got, I got, I got, I got Mars Attacks. Really? I mean. Yes. This is a great game. There has been yes. so much fun I've had with Mars Attacks. Yeah. Where it's really just a miniature game where you've got the Martians versus the Marines. Yeah. And it is, you are measuring out. Can I shoot them from here? There's a house in the way. It is, and for each side, just go, I got, I got, I got, I got, and just play out the, yeah. I mean, it is just a bizarre a fun miniature game that doesn't take itself seriously. No. Just oh, like no. the movie. And it is... It's just a fun game. It's a fun yep, yep. game. Yep. And it's just... It's... Again, you can play it on any table. Yeah. And it's... I'm, I'm surprised at how much I did like this game, mm-hmm. but... <clears throat> Love this game. Yeah. <coughs> Shouldn't love it this much, but I did. Yeah. It's, this is a great game. I mean, this is one that we've actually painted. I I think it's actually one of the only games we have that is actually completely painted. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, it's like, and it took a while to take the little helmets, the little clear yeah. helmets off of the Martians, yeah. paint them, put those clear helmets back on the Martians, yeah. and it is just, it is a fun, fun Just a fun game. This fun is a great game. game. Yep. Yes. I agree. So, and I know everybody else is like, hey, you need to play Song of Ice and Fire. You need to play a lot of, yeah. a lot of these other ones. But and I'm sure those are great because yeah. I've seen those look gorgeous. But this one, I haven't played those. Mm-hmm. But Mars Attacks for me is just such a fun, wacky game that is just it's fantastic. Yeah. I love when it hits the table. I like that too. All right. So the random list number eight is Dune. Dune. This Dune. one again yeah. did not make my list. Okay. Dune or Dune Imperium, both of those yep. were on the short list. Okay. I don't know why they didn't make the list. It was one of those things that as I went through. Something had to fall off. Yeah. I do love these. I love Dune. I love Dune Imperium. Yep. Um, probably Imperium would make it over Dune for me, but I don't know why, but I totally agree with this. Okay. Dune Dune is a great, great game. Okay. What's your number eight? My number eight is Legendary Encounters. And yes. I put Legendary Encounters Alien. But honestly, any of the Legendary any Encounters. Any of the Legendary. And yeah. I didn't fill this because this could be filled with Legendaries like Big mm-hmm. Trouble Little China, yep, 007. Yep. Predator, all of these, but I wanted to, to do uh, Firefly, mm-hmm. you know, Buffy. Was Buffy Legendary mm-hmm. Encounters? I think so. So anyway, mine, of course, the preference for most people is Alien, and that it's for me as well. But um, yeah, so Legendary Encounters Alien, because this is one that when you play through the movie, yeah, you are feeling like... You're feeling like <clears throat> you're in that movie. Like yeah. you're in the movie. Told- I love that. This is a great deck builder where you're in it. You You're, are in, and then yeah. I think I told the story before where we played with my mother who, um, she was supposed to be somewhere and we played the first movie and she's like, I gotta, you know, we, she played through every single movie cause it's so thematic yes. as you see that card coming through the ventilation shafts, you've got to scan it. You're like, what is this? It's yeah. about to drop in on us. Yeah. And it's, man, this is a, this is a great Great game. And this probably yeah. should be higher than eight, but it, it is my number eight. I love this Legendary game. Encounters yeah. Alien, or really any of them. Okay. So number seven is Alien versus Predator. The Hunt Begins. Don't think I've played that I don't that know. One. Do we have it? I'll show you the photo. Do you see it? I'm looking at oh, it right now. Oh, you've got the list right now? Okay. Um, 
I've seen that box somewhere. Well, I have not. Uh, we do not have this. I one. don't know if we. I've <clears> seen <throat> it at Jane Tunnel somewhere like that, but I've seen this box somewhere. And but yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I mm-hmm. have not played this one. It seems like it could be a good a game. Good one. Yeah. Wow. Okay. What's your okay. number seven? AVP. Yep. All right. My number seven. Yeah. Night of the Living Dead zombie side. Yes. Fantastic. This yes. is probably, look, you know, we all we all say we love zombie side. Yeah. We love Black Plague. Right. We love zombie side 2.0. Yep. Uh, loving Marvel zombies coming out. Um, yep. Mm-hmm. This is probably, this is the best zombie side game. Yeah, is, I love that movie, and I love this game. This Good is, job. the yep, tension yep. is huge uh-huh. on this game, and you, it is thematic. You feel like you are playing through the scenes of the movie. Yep, yep. You are so tense. You are feeling them beat down your house. Yeah, Zombie Side, Night of the Living Dead, it's just, you feel... You feel like you are actually in the movie. I love that, and I love that feeling. I love when a board game does that when yeah. you're in the middle of it. Like, um, like you just said, Legendary Encounters does the same thing. It's just that great experience, right? And and people people like shy away from some because they say, "What well, about replayability? If it's too tied to the actual theme of the movie, then it's not replayable." And I, you know, I see that. But there are two mm-hmm. arguments I have with that. Number one, how many times do us as gamers actually play a game? Right. You know, because know. we're lucky if it ever hits. I mean, only your highest games hit the table 20 times. Yeah. Maybe more like five to 10. So if you get that play out of it, but then also you would watch a movie several times. Yeah. So play through it to see if you win it. I mean, I love. Yeah. But this has so many scenarios in it. It's just, it's, it's a, it's a fantastic yeah. game. Not a yep. living dead zombie side. All right. So the random list number six is Godzilla card game. Again, where are they pulling these out? I of? don't know. I, whew. Let's see. I'm looking at it now. It's based on the Chrono Clash system. Mm-hmm. Um, Bondi or whatever. Okay, wow. So, honestly, Godzilla was one that I looked at Monster Apocalypse and all these that are loosely based on these monsters, but didn't put any of them on there. Um, Godzilla card game. That sounds interesting. I love Godzilla. Yeah, I know. I mean, that looks an, an interesting game. I say I love him. I've never met him, but um, he you seems like, like a, You like the movie? Seems like a good guy. <laughs> he does seem like it. You know? Um, can't say anything as, wrong as about As long him. as he's not crushing your building. No, no. That happens, though. Yeah. Um, all right. So now my number six. Yeah. And this actually was one that did not make the list until I put on the last second. Fury of Dracula. Yes. You know? I oh, mean, fantastic it's, game. it's such a good game. My goodness. And this is the best hidden movement game. It was the best hidden movement game until Mind Management. Then uh, Mind Management came out and then, but Fury of Dracula nails hidden movement. It just has that epic feeling. Yeah. Fury does. Yep. And I, I mean, it's, it's fantastic. There's not, not much more you can say about it. Yeah. Fury of Dracula gives you that epic feel. Mind Management, probably our favorite hidden movement game. Yeah. But um, Fury. Fury of Dracula, when you won just an epic, wow, yeah. this is an awesome night, mm-hmm. let's go at it, Fury of Dracula is your go-to. Yes. All right, so number five on random list is something we've mentioned this podcast, actually. Um, the Thing, Infection at Outpost 31. Totally agree with this yes. one. Yes. Um, I might not say much about this right okay. now. Okay, all right, so just keep talking. Yep. All right, what's thing. yours? All right, so my um, number, number five, five? Mm-hmm. is Clue. I'm just kidding. Just oh. kidding. It's pretty funny. One of the only like movies based on a board game. Yeah. So no. Uh, my number five is Dinosaur World. Oh uh, yeah. And this is why I kind of went down that road about not claiming the IP. Yeah. Um, one of the reasons, but because this is obviously based on Jurassic Park. Obviously. But the other Jurassic Park danger, whatever, I think that's the only one based yeah. on it from Target, doesn't live up to this. Dinosaur no. World is 
Jurassic Park, the board game. I am excited to play the new Funko Jurassic Park Legacy game they have. That one, I yeah, that, Isle of Newborn, whatever. With yeah. the IP or whatever, looks, yeah. That looks, looks pretty good. really good. But for sure, Dinosaur World, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Fantastic movie. And we, fantastic board game. Yeah, we love Dinosaur <laughs> Island and um, Dinosaur World. I think... I love them both. Mm-hmm. So either one. I even one love the can, Roaring Ride, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either one, any one of the three can go in this yes. to give you that feel. Yeah. But um, Dinosaur World is the newest and probably the most epic. So I would definitely put Dinosaur World Above. in there. Okay, so that's Dinosaur World, my number five. All right, so the random number four is Firefly the Game. Really? Yep, which is a big yes. Yes. All right, I'm not going to say much more about okay. that one. All right, what's your number four? <clears throat> my number four okay. is. Nemesis. Yes. Okay. And of course, this is again based on Alien. Um, now, some people probably argue this should be higher on my list, mm-hmm. and it's not as high as I like this game. Okay. It's weird. I like it. I don't love it. I think because it gets very long mm-hmm. and very rules heavy. And I just I don't know. I don't love it. It's funny how it's all, it's my number four, but I'm mm-hmm. just talking down but i guess that's why it's not higher okay i love first time i played this i loved it okay you know and i played it several times since then it's difficult i've to never win. played this game right no you've yeah. not so we've got it and we've got our kickstarter one that's yeah. unopened right yeah. we've got everything for it mainly because everyone else in our game group has it and it's painted yeah but um so nemesis is number four and again i put on this list because it is a very highly ranked people Love okay. and adore this game. Okay. So that's that's uh, number four is Nemesis, which is, of course, based on Alien. Okay. Number three is The Godfather, Col- Coriolone's Empire. This is one that I thought about. Yeah. I, I, I would have put this on my list if I did. Well, I didn't make a list, but you know. Yeah, I would have thought about uh-huh. this. This this has, it's very thematic. I really like Super this. Super thematic. It's I love a, this game. Yeah. It's an Eric Lang game, yeah, of yeah. course. But um, it's... Area control type. It's mm-hmm. I like The Godfather. This is one that I think ours is still sealed because we played with other people that have it. Yeah, we've played everyone else's copy, which is why ours is sealed because we know most people people that have it. But this is a great game. Yeah, it is. It feels good. Yeah. It feels like you know you're a mafia family trying to take control of New York City. Yeah, it just has that. I mean, Eric Lang, yeah. of course. You know, he designed Blood Rage. He designed Onk. He designed yeah, yeah, all those. So it's. I mean, and really, the person who gets the most cash wins. There's yep. nothing that's more Godfather than that. No. So yeah, this was yep. on my short list. It did make it, but um, okay, yeah, good. I could, I totally agree with this. Okay. One. All right. What's your number three? All right, my number three is the thing, Infection at Outpost mm-hmm. Thirty One, or just the mm-hmm. thing. So you can do either one. Um, okay, because that was on the random list. So this is yours. Yes. A little higher yeah. up. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know which one I'd put higher. I mean, on this list, I'm really like I said, either one depends on the crowd I'm playing with. Yeah. But the thing, either one of these would be on the number three. I won't talk more about it as we talk about them yep. ad nauseum this podcast. Yes. But the thing is my number three. Okay. Um, random number two is Big Trouble Little China, the board game. This one surprises me. Do you I, know this is also a John Carpenter movie? I did know that. Yes, okay. I did know that. Um, this one surprises me because did I tell you we were at Gen Con? Dana and I were going through the lit, through the where whoever who's who upper made, deck upper deck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we saw this, and they of course had had the normal box and they had a gold box next mm-hmm. to it. The gold box like fifty or sixty dollars more than the normal box. Okay, and I'm like, well, that's interesting. You know, I always want the deluxe copy of things, and we both are huge Big Trouble in China, you know fans okay so i said what's the difference in the gold box and the other box and he says well the box is gold and i'm like, <laughs> and, you're like and i thought he was kidding and he goes nope that's it i said 
everything else inside the same? He goes, yep, the exact same. I'm like... Was he serious or did he know it was a little silly? Oh, was he, he was serious. He's like, okay. I said, is that... Doesn't make any, <laughs> okay. Because that doesn't make any... I said, that doesn't make any sense. He goes, oh, I know it doesn't, but people buy the gold box. <laughs> and it was very honest about it. I'm okay. like, wow. okay. Well, Ended up go. buying neither one of them, so we have not... We did like, buy this eventually. Yes. We haven't played it. It's on... No. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I would like to... Now that I've got that on their number... They're number two on their mm-hmm. list... That's good. That's, yeah. Have you seen this movie? No, I've never by the seen way? this. I was going to say, we need to see the movie, play the board game. Yeah, you can see, as soon as you see a movie, you can see if it's John Carpenter. By yeah. the way, he uses the goo, he uses the, yeah, the special yeah. effects, that type of stuff. And this is this is a very, again, Kurt Russell in this Yeah, too. I was going to say. Um, at the end of the Wikipedia page, I was looking uh, about John Carpenter. It had like the amount of time actors had been in his movie. Like he uses a lot of people at the same time. Is Kurt Russell the most, probably? I think he was the most. Some people, uh, I. Oh, I've probably some bit people too. Yeah, yeah, but then yeah, he's kind but of. But it like, also included like photographer, um, simu- like video. Oh, videographers like that. Thank like, you, and like music people too. Boom operators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. He's um, Kurt Russell's probably John Carpenter is like um, as Jimmy Stewart and Grace Kelly yeah. were for Hitchcock. Yeah, or Cary Grant really. Um, so all right, okay. there we go. And What's that's, your number two? My number two is Firefly slash yes. Star Wars Outer Rim. And I'll put that, and it's, I know, I know, I couldn't. I gave him a look, like, what? Yeah, it's, okay. <laughs> You're I, cheating. It doesn't, it, it is cheating. Mm-hmm. But those two games are so eerily similar. Yeah. Because they're both pick up and deliver. Yeah. Um, now, for me, now, to get into the differences between these two. Yeah. As a game out of the box, um, Star Wars Outer Rim is far more fleshed out of a base game. Yeah. You know, Firefly, it took a while and a few expansions for Firefly to become the fuller, richer, like, huge experience uh-huh. it is today uh-huh. you know from the outset you know you have more options for how to approach things like bounty hunting ship combat pvp smuggling jobs this all is towards victory and also star wars outer rim is it's quicker to get going than firefly yeah. the engine starts to full maybe not on setup because setup um on outer rim is extensive as well but in gameplay terms it's like the first few turns of firefly you know you're spent you know going through shopping decks building up a crew getting yeah. harder and harder jobs and outer rim kind of gives you you know a starting job enough skills to get going right out of the box you know yep, yep. and the pace difference is different firefly can start slow and accelerate you know quickly yeah but with the different pit stop here and there and you're on your next one now star wars outer rims i like for for gamers or mm-hmm. game nights because mm-hmm. it does again feel like the more epic game but firefly is my security blanket Firefly yeah. is when I want to just take a day and just relax, get some friends over, and, and we're going to sit there and yep. play a game. Yep. Firefly is... I actually think we haven't played that one in a very, very long no. time. We need to do... When this summer is over, we need to take a day. It is. It's uh-huh. when I asked Jacob, I was like, hey, have you played Firefly with us? He goes, I'm on your calendar. And yeah, we have our calendar, and mm-hmm. one of the pictures is us playing this epic game of Firefly. Yeah. And of course, he's in it. So it's, it is one when I just want to have a good time, turn my mind off, just have fun, Firefly is it. Yeah. And honestly, if it was just, if I was looking at just games for me that mm. I like, this would probably be my number one. But it didn't because there's one that takes, that gives the mm-hmm. movie feel a bit more than this. Okay. But this is probably one of my favorite, if not my favorite game based on. Now again, Firefly snuck in because it is technically based on a TV show. Yeah. 
But, but Fire, there's a movie too. There's a movie too. Yeah. So there it is. So that's okay. my number two, Firefly the Game slash Star Wars Outer Rim. All right. My number one, the number one on the random list is Jaws. You know what? This mm. was on my short list too. Yeah. Because, I like this movie, by yeah. the way. I like, sorry, I like, oh, I like the, I love the movie, but I like this board game. I, I agree mm-hmm. with this. Um, Star Wars, is, I'm sorry, um, Jaws. Jaws. It's great. It's very thematic. It's one Super of those. Super thematic, yeah. Yeah, it was very, it, I think it's Ravensburger, right? It is, correct. And I think it came out the same year as Horrified. Cur- was it last year or two? It was a couple years ago. It was yeah. two or three years ago, maybe. But anyway, uh-huh. it's, it's one that I was surprised at how much I liked this game. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, bet you, I would not do it as my number one, but um, it does it. it does feel like mm-hmm. it. What's now, your number one? Uh, before I go into that, I'll tell you some of my honorable mentions that didn't mm-hmm. make it. Uh, Dune Imperium, of course, Star Wars Rebellion, Star Trek Ascendancy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why they didn't make it. That's a huge, <laughs> epic, sprawling <laughs> okay. game. Yeah. But uh, Star Trek Ascendancy. Okay. Other good ones, Horrified, of course. Mm-hmm. Home Alone is a fun game to play once or twice. And it's thematic. And Back to Future, Back in Time. Okay. That's a good one, too. Yep. But my number one is a game I've only played like the first couple scenarios just to figure out how to play it and all that, but it's War of the Ring. Really? Yes. Have I played this game? No. No, you have not. It's, and I wanted to only put one Lord of the Rings in here Mm -hmm. because again, I had War of the Rings slash Lord of the Ring Journeys in Middle Earth. Yeah. Um, So, but I think Journeys in Middle Earth is more based on the books because you deviate a lot. Mm-hmm. War of the Ring is is an epic. You feel like you are playing the Lord of the Rings battle. Really? Everything is intertwined, and certain people, and everything is contingent on things happening in the movies. Like, you can't bring the elves out unless you have, you know, and it, everything is everything's intertwined like yeah. it is in the books. Okay. And it just gives that epic feeling of the movie. And... Um, again, this is one that we don't own because a lot of people have painted versions of this. But it is a it's it's a fantastic game and probably I mean it's my number one because it is probably the the most thematic. And I did mention on there War of the Ring, the card game is coming out. Yeah, okay. Which is going to be good because I think it'll hit a lot more tables than the War of the Ring because this is it's got a huge I mean it's like I think it's like eight point five, eight point six on there. I'm but looking it up on Google, right? And so one of the questions that Google suggests you ask is, is War of the Ring a good game? And then it goes to some review of, overall, War of the Ring is quite simply a masterpiece. It, I mean, And then it has a photo of it on the table, and it's like a whole table game. Oh, it's, yeah. I mean, it's two to three hours. Mm-hmm. It's got a special place a lot with a lot of people that is up there with Twilight Imperium. And, I mean, people will rank this 10 out of 10. Yeah. It's, the way everything works together is incredible like in the movie certain people don't show up until other certain people it's it's yeah it's incredible so 8.5 on bgg yeah it's Mm. it's a fantastic it is it is again i put this into ti4 as an experience you need to experience it is and i know it's a skirmish game i know it's a battle like that but it's so much more than that yeah so and there's there's some random stuff that happens as well i mean when the cards show up and all that but it's i definitely think and that's it's my number one really the ring yeah so, well, I think I need to put this on my list of games to play. Yep. You will so, like it. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah. All right, so that okay. is it. Um, we probably le- left some things off of our list, so please email us in at show at mainlygames.com. Yeah, what games do you like to play that are based on movies? Yes, mm-hmm. movies, TV shows, because we love movies and TV shows. We do. We so do. So please... If you haven't noticed. Yes, so please <laughs> send those in and let us know yeah. what we... Have on a list that should not be on a list. Why yes. we're idiots, oh, or yeah. 
or let us know what should be on a list or that we need to hit the table. Mm-hmm. And also let us know and self-report yourself if you're playing Die Hard out of season because yes. this, it's a very serious you offense. You should go to board game jail. Yep, you can't do it. You no. cannot do it. It's not. It's against so the rules. So just, if you're, if you're doing it now, stop it. Yeah. Stop it. They it's should even right. have in the rule books, if you're reading this rule book and it's not December, stop. Right. Stop reading. First page. Mm-hmm. Just just put this away, you know, <laughs> yes. for your own safety. So anyway, all right. So that's yeah. it. That is our podcast this week. But hey, thank yeah. you guys again. Let us know. Email us our question, yeah. your questions, comments, all that stuff. Let us know. And also, if you're at Dice Tower East or Gen Con, let us know. We'd love to get together with you guys. It's coming up. Yep. But again, all right. Hey, thank you guys so much. Thank you. See you soon. All right. Bye. Bye.